Hello, welcome back to Weekly Sunshine. This is episode three titled, All Things Denote There Is a God. So today's scriptural reference is Alma chapter 30, verse 44. And it says, But Alma said unto him, Thou hast had signs enough. Will ye tempt your God? Will ye say, Show unto me a sign, when ye have the testimony of all these thy brethren, and also all the holy prophets? The scriptures are laid before thee, yea, and all things denote there is a God. Yea, even the earth and all things that are upon the face of it. Yea, and its motion. Yea, and also all the planets which move in their regular form do witness that there is a supreme creator. This is the Coral Horror chapter. I had a previous episode about this chapter. Basically, this verse is Alma being like, Hey, Coral Horror, please stop asking for a sign because there's literally so many signs and you're just kind of being dumb for not being able to take those signs and let them strengthen your faith. And you're kind of denying the fact that, you know, there's all these prophets and apostles and friends who also have testimonies that it's not going to help you with your faith and strengthen your faith and be a sign unto you. I really like how Alma kind of talks about how the earth and all things upon it are signs. It's really kind of cool to think about, like, everything that we enjoy as people, as children of God on this earth are given to us by God himself and by our loving Heavenly Father for our benefit to help us further the great work of bringing souls unto Christ and we can use them for good or evil and it's just really cool. I'd like to talk about this YouTube video that I saw. It just kind of pulled up and I was just kind of bored and and it was basically just like this kind of podcast discussion between um, three flat earthers and three scientists is really interesting because both of these groups of people, you know, I'm gonna say groups of people, I'm referring to the three people from each of these uh, side points in this video. Um, It's very interesting because most of it was a pretty decent, like, conversation where they treated each other as intellectuals and they were listening, but sometimes it got out of hand and they were kind of, I don't know, it just got kind of heated and then like the producers of the video would have to like stop it and be like hey get a drink of water calm down we're going to change the topic so don't worry about it and this kind of reminds me of you know Alma and Korahor and Alma's just like hey there's signs enough please stop asking for them because they're already there and you know it's kind of a, pr- a pretty quick story if you think about it with Alma and Korahor and you know got it taken care of and he took care of it and it wasn't too bad but we were able to learn from that uh the youtube video was really cool i mean i like science so it was cool to just see these different people's perspectives and opinions and what they've gathered from evidence and stuff um and a couple things that stuck out to me were that the flat earthers the three flat earthers they were greatly influenced by their religion whereas the scientists did not believe in a higher being and that religion did not affect their belief there was a prompt and it was like you know come forward if you believe in a higher being and if that has you know if you have taken that into account for your belief and the three flat earthers all stepped forward and were talking about you know how they were all christian and they all had this sense of family about them because they had that thing in common whereas the scientists They were just like, oh, religion, that's a thing, but we don't really take part in that, and we're not really going to talk about that much. Something else that stuck out with me were that the scientists would start out with, you are wrong because, and they would go on and talk about something, 
that they've learned, you know, from their degrees. Um, whereas the flat earthers would just state what they knew and they defended their reasoning. It was really interesting because the the scientists would come off more aggressive and belittling in a sense. Um, and then the flat earthers, you know, they were more kind and friendly and not nearly as rude in a sense. They were, pr- I mean, pretty arrogant. Both of them were pretty arrogant, both groups. Um, just because, you know, it's a touchy topic and then they would mix religion in and it was like a big argument kind of thing. And it wasn't very, you know, kind when it got to that. Um, but this video really got me thinking about some things. Um, one of the things that it taught me was that when we start saying that a person is wrong, it comes off as aggressive and rude and pushy and it doesn't have, and it doesn't leave any room for a productive discussion and it just limits any understanding to actually occur. And it starts an argument and competition and the competition of really just who can speak louder than the other person and over the other person to make themselves feel heard, which is not necessarily a safe space to have a discussion. It's no longer a discussion at that point. It's an argument. And I think that's something that people, I mean, me included, I I can work on this too, just to be able to have a healthy environment where we can let others speak and not sound pushy so that we can actually have that good communication with other people who believe differently than us. This video also got me thinking about how I would approach this topic. So I believe and have come to know that the earth is round. I I do not believe that the earth is flat. I also believe in a God and his son, Jesus Christ, um, and they have created all things. Some of these things include the laws of science. Therefore, I trust that science and the evidences thereof are true regarding theories of science. And in turn, these laws and theories denote there is a God in heaven. You know, when I was watching this video, I was like, you know, what side would I be on? I would definitely be on in agreement with the scientists, the three scientists who believe that the earth is round. But I would be on the side of the flat earthers that, yes, a God who loves us created the earth for us. And yes, I believe that since God created the earth, he has also created all the laws regarding science and physics and chemistry and all these things. Um, I took a biology class and it was really cool. (laughs) Um, And it's actually strengthened my testimony instead of making me question things because I trusted that God knew about these laws and made it so that the world can function without him overseeing every single thing. Not that he can't, but he has made it so he doesn't have to, you know, have his face peering at you when you're, you know, when your cells are dividing. Because your body can do that itself because God has created it that way. Typically, religion and science are not mixed. They're kind of avoided um, for obvious reasons, being that religion is a personal acceptance that can be controversial in the eyes of science. So that, so there's kind of this unspoken rule where you don't talk about God or religion when talking about science. I have a couple things to share. A quote from Elder Quentin L. Cook's talk, In Tune with the Music of Faith, from the April 2012 General Conference. He says, we also recognize that many individuals are not in tune with sacred things. Chief Rabbi Lord Sachs of England, speaking to Roman Catholic leaders last December at the Pontifical Gregorian University, noted how secular some parts of the world have become. 
He stated that one culprit is an aggressive scientific atheism tone deaf to the music of faith. I kind of like this. Chief Rabbi Lord Sachs talked about how scientific atheism limits people sharing their testimonies. And, you know, that's something that the world has come to kind of accept just so we don't get angry at one another. But it doesn't necessarily mean that we can't share our testimonies regardless of our profession. Um, I like how he talks about tone deaf to the music of faith because, you know, with faith comes great things and with faith comes miracles. We talked about in that last episode, you know, we have to have faith before we can see our miracles and miracles are everywhere. But when we think about, you know, scientific atheism or even just science, sometimes it kind of hides that and hides those ideas that can really weaken our faith but kind of be quiet and silent so it's not willing to be shared and have the light of christ be shared through our examples another quote that i have is by president russell m nelson from his talk let your faith show in the april 2014 general conference and he says clinicians academicians and politicians are often put to a test of faith in pursuit of their goals will their religion show or will it be hidden are they tied back to God or to man? I had such a test decades ago when one of my medical faculty colleagues chastised me for failing to separate my professional knowledge from any religious convictions. He demanded that I not combine the two. How could I do that? Truth is truth. It is not divisible and any part of it cannot be set aside. In all professional endeavors, rigorous standards of accuracy are required. Scholars cherish their freedom of expression, but full freedom cannot be experienced if part of one's knowledge is ruled out of bounds by edicts of men. I like how President Nelson usually talks about his experiences in the medical field. He is a renowned heart surgeon, and he's so freaking cool, and he is not afraid to share his testimony and knowledge, both scientifically and spiritually. He is able to combine them in a sense to help better his patients. And I say patients as in medical patients, but also his patients of our church. You know, us, members of the church who listen to him and his words. He's able to share his experiences by exercising his freedom of expression. Going back to the YouTube video, both of these people were encouraged to share their opinions and thoughts. But I watched it all the way through and none of them really kind of took anything out of it. They didn't have any, they weren't allowed to pull up anything from what, where they got their stuff from. All they could do was talk. And when they talked, it kind of became an argument. And I think that in our own lives, we should be able to speak up, know when to be quiet sometimes, but also know when to speak up, but not speak over people but speak up to build people up. And if that involves bringing up the scriptures and bringing up the words of the prophets and apostles to help our case, that's the best thing that we can do. And that is the best thing that anybody can do is to back up their opinions with documentation and experiences from their own lives. And I think this is such a great topic to think about just that there is so many things that denote there is a God. So we should use those things to help strengthen our faith and to help strengthen other people's faith 
or even converse with other people about faith. Thank you so much for listening in. This is Casey Kennedy signing off, and I hope that you have a great rest of your week.